I'm Erin Wilson, and you are listening to Inside NC Labor, a podcast designed to inform and educate North Carolina citizens on the role that the Department of Labor plays in state government. Welcome back to Inside NC Labor. My name is Meredith Watson. I'm a public information officer here at the North Carolina Department of Labor, and I'm here with my co-host. Uh, my name is John Allen. I'm also a uh, public information officer here at the North Carolina Department of Labor. And today we're here with our guest, Nicole Brown, who is our Eastern Compliance Bureau Chief. Welcome, Nicole. Welcome. Thank you. So to start, would you mind introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you went to school, your role at the department, all that good stuff. So my name is Nicole Hedden Brown, and I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina originally. I've been in Raleigh uh, on and off for over 27 years. I went to school at North Carolina A&T State University. I studied occupational safety and health. Uh, received my bachelor's from there. Worked in private industry for two years before I went on to graduate school and attended University of Michigan. And so I was at University of Michigan, studied industrial hygiene, received my master's of public health, and then I was employed with uh, International Paper out in Regalwood, North Carolina, which is down by the Wilmington area. I was their staff industrial hygienist for about two years before um, coming to North Carolina Department of Labor. And I've been with North Carolina Department of Labor for 24 years as of September the 15th of this year. So I'm in my 24th year with the department. What brought me to North Carolina Department of Labor, I guess, is when I worked at International Paper, I got married and uh, my husband kind of moved to this area. And again, you touched on uh, your career prior to NCDOL, uh, you said with International Paper. Uh, what, what else have you done leading up to working here at the Department of Labor, or did you just jump from there and you've been here pretty much, you know, the, the majority of your professional career? So while in school uh, at University of Michigan, I did have, and as well as at North Carolina a and I did have some internships. So that kind of navigated my career into industrial hygiene uh, and, and solidified where I wanted to be as far as in safety and health. So I worked initially with Mobile Chemical Company when I was at North Carolina a and I did an internship with them and that introduced me to industrial hygiene. Then when I went on to Michigan, I was doing an internship um, with Sandia National Laboratories in New Mexico. And so I was working there for a summer, and that was an awesome experience. So that's been some of my career as far as private industry opportunities outside of industrial hygiene. I mean, outside of international paper, I'm sorry. Um, when I graduated from North Carolina A&T, I lived in Durham or Raleigh, North Carolina area for a while, and I worked at Organon Technica. I'm not sure if most people are familiar with it, but it's a pharmaceutical company. They've renamed, but it was out in the Durham area, the Trayburn area of the facility. Um, and so I worked there for a year and a half, two years before deciding to go to graduate school. So I've had some private industry and different industries. Um, and that experience is what kind of led me to North Carolina Department of Labor. I knew that I wanted to work with individuals and, and deal with employee safety and health. 
I also knew that it was important for me to stay in the field that I studied. That was one of the things that I wanted to make sure that I did when I graduated from uh, school. Um, when I first went to school, I wasn't in safety and health. So my track, career track, kind of shifted due to um, somebody being brutally honest about the chosen career that I wanted to choose. And so that shifted my career. So uh, touching on that, when you said you're, you're here, you've been here for 24 years, what uh, is your role here at the Department of Labor? How did you get to your current position, which is the uh, Eastern Compliance Bureau Chief? I'm sure you've worked your way up the uh, ladder to get where you're at. Yes. So I started as a uh, health compliance officer, which is, they call it an industrial hygienist. Um, started there, was promoted to a health compliance officer too, uh, and worked in District 8 for those times. And then progressed to becoming the complaint desk supervisor, which is the staff industrial hygienist, and was a supervisor in that role for a couple of years. And the opportunity presented itself for a district supervisor. And then I became the district supervisor for District 8 um, and was in OSH compliance. So I kind of went back to the compliance in the field type work from the complaint desk. Worked there and then Phil Hooper, who was the former bureau chief for the Eastern Compliance, he was promoted within the department and I was afforded the opportunity. I interviewed and was afforded the opportunity under Commissioner Barry to be appointed or for the Eastern Compliance Bureau Chief. So I've had every position in OSH compliance since I've been here. I've worked in outside of administrative, uh, the administrative support staff. I've done every job that's in OSH compliance on that side of the house. Backwards, forwards, inside now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going into your 24th year. You've gained experience, you've gained memories at the department. What has been your favorite thing about working at the North Carolina Department of Labor? I think for me it's been meeting so many um, different, my colleagues, you know, interacting with so many different people with so much experience. You know, we, ha we hire individuals that have a lot of experience in different industries and that has been a positive experience for me because things that you don't necessarily know or you don't have the expertise in, you get to interact with them and you learn from them. Get so the constant learning, the constant growing, uh, that has been like the most interesting. This job is never dull. It's always yeah, something sure. changing. Um, and learning from others is something that I value the most out of my experience here, is working with so many people that's intelligent, that have the skill set needed to, to do this job and that's compassionate about employee safety and health. So that's been one of the positive experiences that I've had here and one of my favorite parts about working with North Carolina Department of Labor. So uh, continuing with, uh, with that a little bit, you said uh, it's never dull, you never have a dull moment. What has uh, been the greatest challenge working uh, not only just in the position you're in now but just throughout your career with uh, North Carolina Department of Labor? I think some of the challenges would be encountering situations where when you're in this field we are we receive accidents and complaints and referrals and you know we investigate a lot of serious incidents that go on in the workplace and when you investigate these sometimes we encounter situations that we may not it may not fall up on our jurisdiction or we just don't have a standard or something that we can enforce and that is the 
the disheartening part for me because as an as an employee that values sending people home safely and making sure that they go home to their loved ones, I think my role or our role is to try to make sure that we enforce uh, whatever regulations that we provide the employees a safe working environment so that they can go home to their families. And so for me, that has been one of the greatest challenges. When I fall into a situation, I encounter something that we just don't, we don't, it doesn't fall in our jurisdiction or we don't have a, a standard that we can cite. And I know people say a general duty clause, when we do have that. But sometimes even in those situations, it's very challenging for us to cite a general duty. And um, being having to walk away without being able to make a difference or change or have the employer correct something, that is the most challenging part for me in this position. See that? Kind of feel like a little powerless in those situations, mm -hmm. although you wish there's something you could do. Right. And I think that's been one of the biggest challenges that I've faced um, in my role. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add? Any, uh, you know, any, any other things that we, that we didn't <laughs> cover? Anything interesting about yourself or uh, any parting words of wisdom? I think uh, what we do matters. I, I like for the public to understand that, to know that. Um, I think that we try to attract uh, individuals that come, that's eager to learn. Uh, right now, we have a staffing issue uh, within compliance, and you know we're doing whatever we can. And I like the public to kind of know, and the employers as well as employees, that that's who we're there for to enforce or to provide a safe and healthy working environment for the employees, for them to know that our compliance officers work very hard uh, every day. And they put forth an effort to kind of go out and make sure that we address the issues and address their concerns so that they have a safe and healthy working environment. So, you know, just for them, the, anybody that's listening to this podcast to kind of know that there's there are individuals here that are truly interested in uh, making a safe working environment for employees, and that's what we're here to do. Uh, so I think that's the biggest thing that I would like to impart on anybody that's paying attention to what we have to say. Kind of the mindset of we're here to help, not here to punish. Right, right? It's, it's not a punishment. You know, I think we go into it being very objective. Right. Um, with not, you know, and trying to find the facts and not, right. you know, just, issuing citations to issue citations that's not the point the point is to correct the hazards to make sure that we address serious concerns in the workplace that uh, we train our staff to be compassionate in situations that they need to be compassionate in to have good investigative techniques uh, to gather the information needed to support whatever we are going to recommend and so I think that is one of the things that you know most people don't know about what we do. They they see a, a monetary fine that's associated with it and think that we're out to punish someone. And that's not what it's about. It's about correcting the behavior so that everybody have a safe and working environment. More like an advocate for the workers themselves rather than trying to show up and just figure out what's wrong here, what's wrong there. I'm gonna cite you this, I'm gonna cite you that. It's more looking out for the employees themselves. Absolutely, yes. And then the, the joint teamwork that we have within the Department of Labor, you know, education and training, being able to direct there, and then consultative services, um, you know, having that resource that we have available to employees. You know, we want to make sure that 
they don't have to see us from an OSH compliance standpoint. It would be ideal yeah. for them <laughs> to not have us come and inspect their facilities. But, you know, the nature of the beast is, you know, we have to come out, we have to do our job, and we want to do it to the best of our abilities. And I think we have staff that definitely value safety and health in the workplace, which means a lot to me, to work with people that are compassionate and really value safety and health. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time. Okay. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in, y'all. And remember, your safety is our priority.